So this is Sean A. Barksdale of 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. Today we have Charles Gates, and I want to speak about something near and dear to my heart. And it's uh, my children, of course. Uh, Mr. Gates, I think I told you that um, I was formerly incarcerated. The thing about that particular incarceration was I, I was incarcerated for almost 15 years. And from the beginning of my incarceration all the way up until I walked out the door, I had a daughter that grew up with me while incarcerated. She was in her mother's stomach when I when I went into prison. She was 15 years old when I came home. And I think we were talking previously about, you know, that journey of voting and me voting for the first time alongside her. It was extremely important that I allowed her to see me changing while in, you know, such a horrible place. For yourself, I know that you have you have four children as well. What is the importance of fatherhood in 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 a child's life? Well, first and foremost, I think we as the males have to set the example for right. others. Not just our male children, but our females as well. Right. They should understand how a man is supposed to treat women. Mm. They understand how we talk, how we carry ourselves, how we how we interact with other people, and just and and again. The males are not always the leaders of the household. That's 1940s, Correct. 50s. That's right. It should be, if you live with someone else, it should be equal responsibilities that are carried through everyone, or through the adults in the household, in my opinion. However, the males and the fathers have a specific duty to set the example of how men are supposed to act. Now, I know we're in 2023. This is no ding to anyone who has uh, a different opinion on that. But in my opinion, a male has to set the example of how to be a father. Hmm. Absolutely. I was having a discussion day before yesterday uh, with a colleague of mine on the generation that came before me, my generation. And like I said, I have small, younger children. And of course, everybody's era is a golden era to them. I came from the back end. I was born in 76. I came from the back end of seeing what respect looked like in the home. I grew up with my grandparents and my great grandparents. Uh, there were certain things that were embedded in me. My grandmother, you get up, you make it up. Right. I do that to this day. Uh, 2023 is not, as you said, 1980. So, but the beauty of a parent that I see for myself, and I'm speaking about myself, is that I can take some of those old school principles that I learned and usher them into my children's lives. Now, I cannot raise my children the way my grandmother raised me in 1980. It's a different time. Right. It's just a different time. And if we're able to have a healthy balance of what we learned from the past, what we know now, marching into the future, we can be effective fathers, we can be effective parents. Uh, how do how do you, because uh, it's different, you know, with, with fathers and, <laughs> I mean, with, with sons and daughters, what are some, some of the things that you've done 
uh, as far as your parenting style that differs between a son and a daughter? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, understand, uh, I'm old school. I was born in 61. Oh, wow. I'm a, I'm a 60, 70s kid. Yes, sir. Where yes, we sir. used to get the, uh, go out and get how, me a How old is your oldest child? She is 38. Youngest. Yeah. And your youngest. Uh oh, you put me on the spot here. Ah! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the, oh man, she's gonna kill me if I get this wrong. 32? Have <laughs> to do the math on my head. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's beautiful. 33. That's beautiful. Don't, don't let her see this. That's beautiful. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't get flustered too much, but she got me she, on that. Yeah, one. she gonna be like, Daddy, you don't know. <laughs> I listen. Listen. So you so that you don't feel bad, right? Now, mind you, you know you you're saying in thirties, my children are six and five, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't feel that bad. I'll be like, oh, your birthday is Jan January twenty second first. <laughs> like, daddy, I'm new. I'm a brand new baby. <laughs> so don't feel bad, oh, sir. Man. My name is Charles Gates. I'm an author of a powerful book called Bring the Zing, five keys to powerful presentations, briefings, and meetings. Why? Have you ever been in a briefing or a meeting that just bored you to tears? Have you ever been to a presentation where at the end of that presentation, you ask yourself, what the heck were they just talking about? I have no idea. Did they go on and on and on and on? Sound like a Charlie Brown adult. Wah, 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 wah. Or you finished and said, what the heck was that all about? Well, my book teaches you five powerful keys to powerful presentations where you take boredom and turn it into bringing the zing. Again, that book is called Bring the Zing, five keys to powerful presentations, briefings, and meetings to make you the best version of you that you can be. Oh, that's crazy. So, so as far as you're, you're, because the techniques and tactics that they, they are different, they are different. What are some of the differences that that you see that are that 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 bring about that great structure though in in the development of our young men and women? Well, again, I think it's all about discipline, mm -hmm. discipline and accountability. If you at now, see, I'm old school, and I believe that old school, some of my old school ways should be around till now until thousand years from now, such as when a parent asks a child to do something, that does not mean that the child does it when they are ready. Mm -hmm. If I ask you to do something, whether you're a daughter or a son, I expect it to be done almost by the time I finish my sentence. I expect you to stop what you're doing and do what I ask you to do. If it's, if it's urgent, and you know whether it's urgent because I'm going to tell you whether it's urgent. I expect you to do it right now. And right now doesn't mean two minutes from now. doesn't mean next week or next month. It means right now. So not being a friend to your children. I'm not their friend. I'm their father. Mm. There's, a, there's a stark difference between friends and father. I would, let, let me share this with you real quick, Sean. Mm -hmm. I, was in a, I was in a grocery store a few days ago. And the mother was with the, with the son, teenage son. He was on his phone. Mm -hmm. And the mother was packing the groceries. Meanwhile, he's, she's packing it up, putting the groceries in the bag and taking the bag and putting it in the car. Meanwhile, this teenager is sitting there on his phone, not paying any attention. Now I'm sitting there going, hold up. Mm -hmm. So I asked him. I said, look, young man, you going to help your mother or you just going to sit there and look at her? Right. You know the mother jumped in my case 
I, I, I knew I knew you she was jumped, say that. She jumped on me. Well, you don't know my son. I said, I don't need to know your son, but I do know that he is your son, and a son position is to help his mother, which mm. he is not doing. Correct. Which tells me that her parenting skills were off kilter. Right. 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 So I see that too often. And mm. I and I see, when I'm out in the community, I see all these these teenagers and these young kids with cell phones and doing their own thing and the parents aren't monitoring them and hanging all hanging out all kinds of the night when I'm driving mm. around and I'm saying to myself where where are the parents in these situations? Mm. So the parent first and foremost has to be the disciplinarian of the household, whether it's the mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, aunt, uncle, whoever that particular person is of authority. Mm. They have to understand what authority means because right. authority means laying down the laws and allowing a little bit of wiggle room for negotiations mm. because I believe every household has to have a certain set of rules. They don't have to be written. They can be unwritten or unsaid, but everyone understands. For example, waking up in the morning, making up your bed first thing in the morning. That's an unwritten rule. I should not have to tell you that. And if I go in and see that your bed's not made, we're going to have a problem and expect the conversation. It's not going to be too pleasant for you. Right. If you do something and I happen to take something away, your cell phone, and look, your journal and all of those things that you deem private mm. as a child, as long as you live under my roof, unless you're paying rent, everything is open for inspection. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, tough. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's that that's the discipline and accountability piece of being an look, because there's two types of parents. Right. There's a parent. And then there's an effective parent. There's like communication. There mm. are good communicators and there are not good communicators. There right. are good parents and there are not so good parents. Good parents have rules, they have discipline, and they hold their children accountable for their actions. Because just like I share with my students and my kids, there are consequences to every action, good, bad, or ugly, but there are consequences for everything and every action that we do in life. And as parents, we have to understand that. We have to articulate that clearly to our children over and over and over again. And look, for, for the friends of your children who don't have those type of parents, wiggle those disciplinarian tactics into your conversations with them so, mm -hmm. and, and model the behavior that you want them to see so that your kids, when they go out and they're playing with these other kids who don't have the good parents, if you will, understand that this is the way my parents taught me to do it. And chances are those other kids are going to pick up on those good traits as well and incorporate them into their lives. Absolutely. That's a great, great explanation as well, Mr. Gates. I want everybody to understand that this issue has been powered by the League of Women Voters. If you would like to see our more in-depth conversation, please go to the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast where you can see me and Mr. Charles Gates. Thank you so much, Mr. Gates, man, for this uh, beautiful information that you've given us. Thank you. Thank you, sir.